This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Talking with Tony here on AM700 KSEV. Straight talk from a decorated Marine, successful lawyer, business owner, and philanthropist. Now, here's your host, Tony Busby. All right, all right, all right. Oh, there you are, buddy. I didn't know you were on there. <laughs> I made it. I made it. I've been uh, uh, cutting cattle all day, you know, um, here at Antioch Ranch and uh, uh, talking with Tony, 6 o'clock on a Friday evening. we got a lot to talk about, Frank. Of course, if you're listening, the, the call-in number, I encourage you to call in. Uh, we're going to take a, an informal poll about the, the debate last night, 281 558 even if you don't have anything to say, register who you think won the debate last night, uh, what you think the key issue was, uh, whoever you think moved the needle, if anyone. Uh, if you don't have anything to say, you can call in. Just give Steve, the producer, your vote. Uh, and I'm going to say the same thing I always say um, when we when we have this show, me and, me and Frankie, is, you know, Frank's going to say things that are going to offend you. I hope you blame him for that. And and if I accidentally say something that offends you, you're probably too sensitive. But if I do, blame Frank for that as well. <laughs> and, of course, everything that, that we're going to say has been vetted. Uh, I mean, we spend so much time, don't we, Frank, just working all these facts out? We have, my friend. Goodness gracious. Frank, speaking of, you texted me this morning at 7 a.m. I mean, what do you sleep? No, man, there's no time for sleep. we got to win. I uh, I texted you back about seven thirty and never heard another thing from you. Well, you just said you were okay. I just asked you how you doing. You said I'm doing good, man. I said okay. Then said, we're off no, to the races. Frank, you said I'm worried about you. Are you okay? And I said I'm. What? Why? I'm good. I never heard back from you. Okay. Well, once you said you were good, I was ready to go. I mean, I didn't know what the heck you're doing over there with them, them cattle. The why would there be – well, the cattle. Now, I can't tell you what I've been doing over here with the cattle. But, uh, no, actually, we're, we're having a good time with the cows and all this on the farm. It's good to get get out of the city every now and then and just kind of – Well, you're looking you know. good. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, Frank, I want to start off. I just told the listeners, as you heard, that uh, whether they want to register their opinion on Facebook Live or they just want to call in to Steve, the producer, and register their opinion about the debate last night, or if they have something to say, the number is 281-558-5738. Let's jump right into it. I want to talk about this debate because sure. I watched it very carefully last night. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I, I also watched CNN's um, – I tried to watch some of CNN's um, reaction to the debate and some of their you know, so-called talking heads, which are – you know, there's not a lot between their ears, but a lot of talk. And then I also watched Fox News' talking heads and some of their – um, some some of their uh, critiques and, and uh, their reaction. It, it seems like they were they watched a whole different debate than the folks at CNN. But I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about that debate because I know you watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the debate, there's one thing that crossed my mind before I get into what I really thought about the debate because I started hearing uh, Trader Joe talk. Uh, uh, you know, Trader Joe. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Go okay, ahead. Okay, I listen to Trader Joe talk. That's my new name for him. 
and uh, and I began to hear, you know, he was talking okay. He wasn't ha- like having all these like lapses. I mean, he had yeah. some, he had some, but I was beginning to think maybe earlier on he was doing the rope a dope. And this is part of like uh, a Muhammad Ali did with regard to all this. And he was basically just getting everybody to think that and suckering Trump in. And now he's performing. You know, I wouldn't say he's performing at a, at a presidential level, but he's performing reasonably OK. But that doesn't mean I agree with him. What did I think about the debate? I thought Trump kicked his ass. That's what I what? thought. That's what I thought. You want to know what I thought? <laughs> That's what I thought. No, okay, that's a good that's a good tagline. But now tell me why. Well, because because one, I, I think uh, he, Trump got the message that he needed to let Joe talk, but he, and 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 I think that he needed to let Joe express himself, and he needed to talk reasonably with regard to his positions. He, I mean, first of all, the debate was rigged. I thought the moderator did a good job for you know for that kind of moderator. But I do think that the debate was rigged because the subject matters they started off with were pro were Biden's supposed strengths, which I don't happen to agree with that either. But they start off with coronavirus and all the rest. And so the point is that Trump and Biden engaged. And I thought on every point, almost on every point, that Trump enunciated his position. He enunciated that he's not a politician. He enunciated that he's an outsider. He enunciated that he wouldn't even be in uh, the job right now had Biden and, and Obama done a good job. He enunciated how he handled coronavirus. He enunciated why uh, he should be president. He enunciated why he supports America as a country. And I can get into specifics on all this, but he was pro. And the one, the one tagline, if you use the word tagline, that really, really uh, kind of offended me. And it, it kind of framed, Tony, the whole thing about why, why, why I've, I'm in this position that I am uh, in, my, in my life right now politically. Because Biden said we're entering a dark winter, Okay. <laughs> You know, you know who entered the dark winter? The people in London when they were being bombed by the Nazis and they didn't say, I entered a dark winter. They stood. Uh, what, did, what, did, what did Churchill say? What did Churchill say? I don't remember. You tell me. Well, he said, we'll fight basically. I mean, I'm going to paraphrase, but, you know, they were, they were getting bombed to hell. And he, he was always optimistic and always will. I don't give a rat behind what they do. England will survive. Though no, that's the that's the point, Tony, and that's and and that's why Donald Trump, when he at the beginning as a leader, he shut down the uh, the the, tr- the international travel from China. He shut down the international travel from Europe. He knew that this was going to be not a not a pleasant ride for anybody, and certainly not for him. He basically turned around and tried to be optimistic with the country, not create panic. And you know what? The, the the difference between him and 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 Trader Joe is that that uh, that Trump goes out there and he puts his his himself 
if you don't want to say his money, but he puts himself where his mouth is. He's out there every day running around, talking to the people, trying to convey his ideas, expressing why the country needs to go in a positive direction. Not, it's a dark winter. And, you know, I mean, and and this kind of stuff is just ridiculous. You don't lead a country. You don't lead. What did you lead over there? A platoon? Well, you, did, you, know, you don't lead a four-person fire team, much less a country being negative. Exactly. That's my you point. Can't. I mean, you were a military leader. I, uh, I don't remember your rank, but you had a group of men and women oh, that were underneath you. Do you think you would lead them even when you were going into battle or something? That, that you would go- and, and say, it's going to be a dark day. I had 185 highly trained Marines. At that time, women were not allowed in combat. And uh, there is no way, even if under the most, I mean, think about it. If Colonel uh, James Earl Rudder in World War II <clears throat> on D-Day, leading two battalions of, of uh, Rangers, had acted like, Joe Biden did last night and said, there's no way that we can ever scale that 100-foot wall at Point du Hoc. We just can't do it, even though we've been tasked to knock out the German artillery that's going to just destroy the beaches at Utah and Omaha. But we can't do it, General. We can't do it. And, and he had, had passed that on to his troops. Imagine what, what would happen. What, where would we be today? So your point is well taken. Uh, to tell the American public that we're, we're moving into a dark time instead of saying, you know, like, right. And, and again, I don't want to get political. I'm just I'm just watching what happened last night. I still haven't indicated for whom I'm going to vote and I won't. But I will say this. Uh, there was a, one of the issues I think people have with Donald J. Trump is not what he does. And, and frankly, not there's obviously some things he says that, that people find quite offensive. But but. Stylistically, I think people take issue with him. But when you listen to what he said, when they talked about the issue with regard to uh, uh, African-Americans and other people of color and the things, you know, that that have been done since in the last three and a half, three, three point seven, five years, whatever it is that he's been the president, he's made great strides. Absolutely. We're going to break. We're going to break. Okay, let's go to break. We're going to pick that up. We get back two eight one. 558-5738. 558-5738. Call in. We'll take your calls. We'll be back. We got some Don- calls, too, coming in, so we're, we're right. good. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Tune in to the Ray Massey Reverse Mortgage Show and hear how Houstonians 62 and older can access the home equity they have in their home and become mortgage payment free. Wednesday and Friday afternoon at 1 and Saturday afternoon at 3. That's Ray Massey Reverse Mortgage Show with Traybor Mortgage on KSEV. The big media are afraid of David Horowitz's new book, Blitz. But Donald Trump Jr. and Mark Levin say you can bypass them and get Blitz, now a runaway bestseller. Mike Huckabee says Blitz is the most important book of 2020, and Blitz reveals Trump's big surprise that's coming soon. Blitz is at bookstores, or get the free offer for Blitz and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to Blitz411.com, Blitz411.com. Get Blitz today. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. 
It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Builders Academy can help you build your dream home or even a new career and build it on a solid foundation. Tune in KSEV Saturdays 10 to 11 a.m. and build on a solid foundation with BuildersAcademy.com. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. We got a bunch of calls here, Tony. If you want to take them, we can take them, or we can continue on, whatever you want to do. I couldn't hear you, my friend. About, uh, about that debate. Uh, I, was making the, I was making a statement. I'll, I'll try to make it shorter than I made on Facebook Live. But, you know, I've been, I've been obviously grew up here in Atlanta, Texas, population, you know, two or 3,000. And uh, Cass County is a very small county up here in the northeast part of Texas. You know, I, I have never seen the fervor of people who are behind a presidential candidate. Um, you know, I, even when you go all as far back to 1980. What candidate? Uh, Trump. Oh, okay. I mean, out here in rural areas. I've never seen anything like it. Um, you know, if you drive from if you drive from Houston, go through Cleveland, you go through Lufkin, you go through um, Nacogdoches, Marshall, you go through Linden here to Atlanta, Queen City, go all the way up to Texarkana on fifty nine. You you will see. I mean, you will you will see hundreds upon hundreds of Trump flags. Trump. I mean, it is, and it's not because he has some ground game. It's because these people go out and they and they track down these signs and these flags and these banners and and I mean on every little small dirt road. You know, my ranch up here is. It's pretty large. It's it's approaching six thousand acres, and so I, I'm all over this area driving around, and on almost every house, there's a Trump sign. Uh, I've never seen, and you know, obviously Reagan was probably the the, the president, at least in my, uh, in my lifetime, who, who really shifted the demographics of the Democrat and Republican party. Uh, whereas a lot of people who you know working class who were typically uh, Democrats, you know, shifted Republican. Um, you know why that happened, my friend? I know exactly why it happened. Why? Uh, it, it's, I mean, quite, quite obvious. I mean, you know, no. the, the they used to say, like, like um, I, I'll quote somebody that, that said it best, I think. Rick Perry said, I didn't, I didn't uh, leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. No, but why did it? I'm going to tell you why I, I I know or believe that it happened. It's because of two things: God and guns. 
I agree with that completely. That's why the the the, the working people of East Texas, where you are, instead of be, they were Democrats forever, uh, they, the 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 Democratic Party left them because of God and guns, and never, and, and that's why the South has gone Republican. I've never seen the fervor like this. Because the attack has never been as great as this, the fundamental attack on their and principles. You, and the point I was making is you would, you would think that a, that a guy like, you know, my dad was a butcher for 43 years. He was a union butcher, a union meat cutter is the formal title. And, you, you know, guy, you know, a guy like me, guys, that, uh, guys and gals that grew up with me in this area, in this whole area, I'm talking about, you know, the whole Cass County, Bowie County, you know, all this general area. Uh, that, that there would be so many people that would be pulling in such a hard way for a New York billionaire. Uh, stylistically, it's completely different than, than me, obviously, and a lot of the people that I grew up with. But it's, I've never seen anything like it. So when we talk about the polling and, you know, the national polling and the polling in the six or seven battleground states that they say are going to swing this election and they say, you know, Biden's leading by this and that, I don't buy it. And then last night about the debate, we're going to take some of these calls, but my, my take on the debate, the only, the only dig I would give on Donald Trump is when, when you're, and I, you know, when I've done these debate, debates myself and coach people in debate, when you're given the opportunity to, direct, to talk directly to the people, uh, you should take it. That's what we're doing tonight. I know, I know, but I'm talking about on the debate stage. You should take it. Uh, and, you know, I do agree that, that, uh, Contrary to Biden's attempt, I thought Trump's uh, saying, you know, you sound like a typical politician talking about the people around the dinner table and all that. How many times we heard that silly cliche? So I was I was impressed last night with uh, when you compare Trump's performance with with the first one. Uh, it, it was night and day. You know, yeah. And if you look at Obama's performance in his first debate when he was debating Romney, Obama was horrible. I mean, Rom- yeah. Romney totally destroyed him. But then, because, you know, these guys are trying to run the country. I mean, whether you liked Obama or not, he was president running the country, had all the worries of that. Then he walks into a debate, and all of a sudden he's not president anymore, in a sense, and he's got to debate this guy Romney. And Romney kind of kicked his butt. But then later yeah. on in the next two debates, there were three in that circumstance, uh, Obama kind of, like, showed his, showed his intellectual abilities and, you know, nailed the Romnoid in a number of different ways. So well, let me say this, Frank. Let me say this: Duke's Butcher Shop. Yep. Uh, great, great steaks. Um, I'd be interested. I'm going to talk to Duke and find out. I, I'm assuming these are Angus steaks that we're giving away. Uh, we're giving away two boxes of steaks, um, and we're going to give we're going to give away a box of steaks. Duke'sButcherShop.com. Awesome. Delivered right to your door. They got they have meat, they have pork, they have chicken, they have seafood, shellfish. They got everything, and it's all top quality, top notch. I have not had one person that said to me that that eaten uh, from Duke's Butcher Shop that that wasn't the best they've ever had. Nope. So if you use the promotional code Tony B, uh, you will get a ten percent discount. And Frank, I'm gonna let you choose the caller. You choose the caller, but whoever you choose is gonna get a box of Duke's Butcher Shop steaks. Well, uh, I, I, I'll choose line two because I think we've given stakes to Sharon, who's on line one. So we'll take line two first. So let's take Carl on line two. Hey, all Tony. right, Carl. Hey, Tony. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say after listening last week, I figured out the secret of of Frank's success 
if somebody agrees with him, he'll laugh. If somebody disagrees with him, he'll laugh. And if somebody calls him ungodly, he'll laugh at that. Which, <laughs> which, which just makes you sound like, you, makes you feel like you're the wittiest human being on earth. <laughs> uh, well, welcome, Carl. I'm laughing at you right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what a blessing it is in life to be able to laugh so heartily. And, Tony, I think uh, as far as the debate, the way the big breakdown is Trump wins. It'll be because of the breakdown on whether or not we stay cooped up or get out and go back to work. So and it's not going to be a dark winter, Carl. Huh? We want to have a white white winter. I don't mean that in any racial kind of way. We want to have a bright winter. We want to have sunshine signing in. Let the sun shine on us. Yeah, we got to get back to work. Exactly. Uh, and I think uh, that, and, you know, I think maybe the illegal alien situation still has resonance for a lot of people. So uh, I wouldn't count Trump out by any means. No, we ain't counting him out. It ain't over till the uh, till the fat lady or fat man sings. And so with I- your permission, Tony, I'd like to ask Frank, what years were you at Vincent Elkins? What years was I at Vincent Elkins? I started there in 1980 in their London office in London, England. Oh, and, okay. And then I came to Houston in eighty. 81 was was when I was admitted to the law practice in in you in Texas. Okay, you might have known Scott Atlas. Oh, he I knew Scott there. Atlas very well. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, Scott was a mensch. No question <laughs> about it. Okay, Tony. Thank you. Thanks, very Carl. Much. Good talking to you. Don't, don't forget to talk to Steve about the stakes. Okay. Thank you, Carl. Thanks for the call, Frank. I got somebody made a comment on Facebook. They said, "How much did Frank pay Carl to call in?" I think I need to look into that. Sounds like another conspiracy. No, I mean, what do you think I am? Trader Joe? (laughs) (laughs) Before you take take the next call, a few things that jumped out at me, and I think Carl made a great point. And I think, and I got to say, you know, we can open up our state. We can, we can do business. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. We're going to have to do it. You can't just hide in your basement. Um, you know, we can do it in a safe way. I mean, wearing a mask is a pain in the butt. But you know what? You know, if you if you have a medical condition or if you're around people with medical wear a mask. Big deal. I know you get pissed about it, Frank, but it's no biggie. Uh, no, I, and, I, I've always said wear it around that wear it around people. That, yeah, like and that. then, you know, keeping, keeping your distance, keeping six feet away from people, other than Francis and my kids, uh, I'm quite happy to stay six feet, ten feet, hundred feet away from everybody. Um, so I, but I don't think, you know, you know, uh, telling everybody the sky's falling like chicken little when we see what the statistics show, uh, we see what the, the, you know, Trump, let's just be honest. Trump is not the most healthy guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, so what us unhealthy guys can do a lot of things. I'm not suggesting that. Don't, don't be triggered. <laughs> I'm just saying. What I'm saying is he, he caught COVID and he came through it in a week. I had COVID. I came through it in about five days. Francis had COVID. I know other people uh, th- that I associate with have had it and came through it. Uh, now, the question might be, can you get it twice? But I think laying all that aside, you can you can live your life. You can you can run your business. You can you can support your family. You can have you know reasonable social activities uh, to maintain your mental health. Uh, without just you know hiding and hoping that it goes away, which and I think Carl made a point that that, that needs to be made. 
it is a different view of things. It's, it's a view of, you know, we're just going to run and hide or we're just going to have to deal with it as it comes, but, but we cannot let it destroy our families. We can't let it destroy our business, our work life, and we can't let it destroy our country. So uh, I think Carl made, made a great point. Yep. Uh, oh, we're, going to bro- we're going to break. Let's take a little break. 281-558-5738. Frank, I'm only going to be here with you for the first hour. I'm going to turn it over to you. So let's, let me make sure we give these stakes away before I have to bow out. Let's take a break. Okay, my friend. Home team for conservative talk radio. KSEV 700 AM, the voice of Texas. 70% of the millionaires in America used real estate as their main investment vehicle. Listen to the GetRealWealth.com radio show to find out how you can do it too. Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. right here on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. You're driving down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor radio show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. 1152 this time. Skeeters, we don't play that football game. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder. Don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Every weekend, Purity Products experts discuss and recommend nutritional products for your busy lifestyle. Saturdays at 5 p.m., Sunday morning at 11, and Sunday afternoon at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Let me give you some steaks. These Duke's Butcher Shop steaks are incredible. incredible. Okay, we got another call. You want to take uh, Sharon? Out I want to. I want to make. I want to make one comment before we take it, Frank. I'm going to give steaks away this next caller too. So make sure it's not Sharon. Um, well, she likes steaks, but she, I think she got some already. She did, but I think last time she she kind of punted and gave them away to somebody else. But uh, okay, we'll Frank, we'll pick somebody else. Make a, let me make a comment. Then Frank. we'll get back to Sharon. Sharon, stay on the line because we come. Yeah, back. we're gonna hold, we're gonna definitely speak to Sharon. But let me say, Frank, you know, I was making a, I was making a, a point over the break, and I think it's a point well worth uh, broadcasting. And you may have something to say about it as well. Um, 
when we're when we're electing a president, we're not electing the person that we wish might be our father, or you know who do we like the best, or who stylistically we mesh with better, or who's had the fewest wives, or you know who says the least offensive things. That's not where we're electing. When I look at it, I'm thinking who among who between these two individuals would I, if I were investing in a company, would I choose to run that company? Who, uh, between these two people, what I want to have as my envoy to deal with people like Putin and other people like that? Who um, is going to advance the interest of the majority of Americans and the interests of America? That's, that's the question. Who, who is going to be – you know, it's not who I like the best. It's who is going to do the best job to advance the interests of the United States. And sometimes I think we conflate, you know, oh, I, I, stylistically I don't mesh with him or, you know, I don't like him. I don't, he did something or said something that I don't like. That is not the question that we are being asked to answer on November 3rd. Am I correct, am I correct in that regard? Absolutely, my friend. You can't – the point is – you don't have to like George Patton to know that he would march into Berlin, okay? You don't have to like the folks that are doing the job for you. Trump's not running a popularity contest based on, on his style. He's running to to protect the country and to do the things he believes in. And if you don't like his style, just look at his performance. You know, I've had people tell me sometimes, you know, uh, you don't seem to be very touchy-feely, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Well, but I tell them, I say, but look at what I'm doing here for you, for us, okay? Look at what I'm doing here for you. You know, I'm showing it by my actions. Actions are better than words. Politicians live and trade in wor- words. People who build companies and build lives trade in actions, the guy and the woman who works every day in one job or two in the refinery or, or at, at, at some other kind of shop or any place, a, small, a store, a business, whatever, and they're working from 6 in the morning till 8 at night and maybe two jobs, they're showing their love and their, and their character, character, which is why they, they, Biden says this election's about character. We can get into that. They are showing it their character by their actions, my friend, by their actions. And then they go to sleep and get up the next morning and do it all over again. And who do you see among any of these two candidates who goes to sleep late, gets up early in the morning, and is doing it all over again the next day? It isn't Trader Joe. It's, 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 it, it, it is it is. Donald Trump, the unlikely messenger. Let's take a call. What do you say? How about how about how about take a call? Let's how take. about Ken on line three? Hey, Ken. Hey, man, this is Tim. Hey, man. Hey, real quick. Hey, man. I, <laughs> hey, what's up? I want you to call uh, Donald Trump, the President Donald Trump, and say, "Hey, man." I want to say, you? "Hey, man." This is Trader Joe. No lie, no lie, man. But check this out. Why in the heck doesn't he use? If that border fence wouldn't have put them put up, guess what? How many more cases of China virus would we have? And exactly. Let me, let me say this real quick, too. Sure, sure, Ken. Yeah, you seen that girl that got beat up that was pro-life? Yes. You know, I was, I'm was i against abortion, but I was looking and watching everything, and I looked across the street when, you know, it was on TV, and you know what? Maybe 
that's awful for me to say. Maybe, you know what? You go ahead and kill your babies if you want to. Them women are so damn ugly, man. We don't go there. We're not judging the book by their cover. We're judging them by their actions. And I, 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 I kind of agree with you on the philosophical part of that. Thanks, Ken. Let me say this. Okay. Ian, go ahead. I want to say that, um, what, what, what triggers me, I'll just tell you, because, again, I, I, haven't, I haven't voted. I'm not saying who I'm going to vote for. Um, well, you're never going to leave that county if they if you start talking like that with all those signs around you. <laughs> I've got more. I've got more guns than everybody in this county combined, pal. I ain't worried about that. Yeah, listen, well, <laughs> we'll uh, see. <laughs> listen, what I'm trying to say is, let's say that I that I came out and I said, "Well, I like this candidate." Boy, you everybody gets all triggered. Oh, I can't believe this. Blah blah blah. And you you say, "I like this candidate." Oh, I can't believe this is the problem we got. Let's try to have. Let's try to have an intellectual, reasonable discourse without resorting immediately to name-calling because that's what talking with Tony and Frank is all about. So let's stick with that. Frank? What do you mean, you SOB? A couple of lines that I thought that struck home. Um, you know, uh, when you're looking at a politician who um, – who has never that hadn't had an outside business uh, has been in politics uh, their entire adult life, but but is extremely wealthy. You got to wonder to yourself, how does that happen? Yeah, Number I told one, the story where I represented these people over in Singapore. The guy was making about a four hundred bucks or a thousand bucks a month, and it was a lawsuit in Singapore. And I'm over there in the courthouse, and in the courthouse, old. English courthouse, they asked the woman on the witness stand, the, the daughter, how is it that you and your father uh, own the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Singapore? And the answer was, my mother's very frugal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one. that's issue one I have, and that's not with Joe Biden, that's with every politician uh, that's been there too long. I'm a huge supporter of term limits, absolute term limits for senators. Congress people, et cetera, that's just, you know, I, I, LBJ was a great hero of mine because he was a Texas president. I've I read all, all, all of the kind of, or the, the, you know, Path to Power and all those books. I forget the author, but, um, you know, he, he went into politics dirt poor and came out owning, you know, how many radio stations and very wealthy. Um, I, I think that's just flat out wrong. Well, you, can, one, you can thank Brown and Root for that. Yeah, I know. The second issue to me is, and I think that's, this, you know, laying aside what Carl said, in that debate, one of the things that, that I that I thought um, that really hit home that where Trump did a good job, um, contrary to his last performance, was you've been there 47 years. You ain't done anything except, you know, a few bad things. And, you know, you were there eight years with President Obama. You, all these things you claim you're going to do, you didn't do anything. It's all talk, no action. You know, the reason I ran for president was because of you. Joe Biden and you, Barack Obama. I think those those taglines really really hit home for people like me, who are just tired of the entire political process and the corruption on both sides that that exists. Um, you know, position himself after being president for almost four years as an outsider. Uh, I thought was a smart play on his part, uh, but 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 it raises in my mind a, a bigger issue in politics, which is. You know, I don't care if you're talking about Nancy Pelosi or you're talking about Mitch McConnell or, or any of those people that have been up there forever that think that 
you know, that they run this country and that, that they can do whatever they want. And, you know, they continue to get reelected and, and they raise millions upon millions of dollars and they get incredibly wealthy. While you got people over here, you know, working at the Dollar General store uh, uh, here in here in Cass County have no clue about what's going on. And all they care about is trying to make it scratch enough money together to to uh, buy diapers and, and, and buy food at the at the Brookshire's grocery store. It's I, I that those are the those are the things that that really ticked me off, and that was my when Trump ran the first time. Despite the stylistic issues I had with him and some of the things he had done and said, that's the reason that 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 he intrigued me because I think the political process and I and I understand it's inherent in all political processes, and maybe not ours is not as bad as many others across the world, but but you know. That that really hit home with me when he said, you've been there 47 years and all these great platitudes of things you claim you're going to do. Why haven't you done them? What have you done? Because, uh, because, you're, because you're just a politician. You haven't built a wall. You haven't built a building. You haven't built a business. You haven't built nothing except, except you've built a crime family. Yes. That's yeah, what you've I, done. That's what he's I, done. And he... Take I want to hear, hear other perspectives on that debate last night. All right, let's take uh, let's take Sharon on line one. All right, Sharon. Hey, Tony, um, Tony, you just took my point. That was my I, I sat in in texted points last night that I heard that I wanted to remember, and that was my takeaway point was when Trump, President Trump, looked at Biden and said, "You, Joe, you and Obama." are the reasons I ran for president. Exactly. And he said, I didn't have to run. And he's right. He did not have to run. And he said, but I ran because of you and Obama. And that was, and I'm thinking, game over. And, and the other thing for game over was, uh, of course, when he said he was going to, and Trump lured him into that. Oh, this was artful. Tony and Frank both, you should appreciate the way he lured him into it. How, you know, first he comes out with, uh, climate change, you know, and he's going to get us back into the Paris Treaty Accord. And Trump says, no, look, look, we have clean air. We're, we're running number one in the, probably the whole world of, of, of lowering our carbon emissions. We, we've got, I'm all for clean air, clean water. Then, then, <laughs> then he goes, and Biden goes into, oh, I'm going to build these charging stations all over, and we're going to have electric cars, and we're going to have solar energy. So he gets him into, and then he says, <laughs> it was so funny. And finally he ends up, they get on to into how much the uh, energy, oil energy, is polluting our country. That's what Biden said, the liar. And every time he, every time he lied, he said, come on, man, and come on, man, and all this pollution. And then so Trump just lured him into it. He said, so you mean you're, you're really, and even the, even the moderator said, what did you say? Uh, say that? Do you really mean that? <laughs> He's going to shut down the oil industry. Uh, what he what he said, Sharon, actually the, his exact words because they resonated with me personally. Uh, uh, he said he was going to transition the energy business away from fossil fuels and, and have all that done by twenty thirty five. Uh, in the meantime, he, we, he's on record as saying no more fracking. Oh, well, yeah, and that was the other thing that's ridiculous. Well, that's why he, he's absurd. They, they treat us, and I'm talking about all of us, and I don't care whether you got 
a string of degrees or you, or you got you graduated from grammar school or not even graduated from grammar school. They treat us like we're just dumb. Yeah, and then and, yeah, you're right. And Trump came right back and he said, "Well, I don't know what, where where what this this AOC plus three bill is, but that's where they're going to knock down all the big buildings and build tiny little buildings and little no, no buildings with windows. small windows, buildings yeah, yeah. with small and, windows." And, and, and here's the deal. You know where you get one of those, Sharon? You get one of those in the federal holding prison downtown yeah. Houston. That's where oh. you get small windows. Uh, and, and that goes with what you opened up with the dog. I don't want winter. a small window, Frank. No, 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 man. I like a, I like yeah. a, pa- I like a panoramic window, bro. I want a full, I want a full window. In fact, I prefer to be outside, Frank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. You don't even want to be behind the window. Thank hey, you, Sharon. To- Good talking to <laughs> you. you. We're going to break. And then we'll take Mike on line two. Or, or you're going to have to go. To, no, you're still going on, Tony. Yeah, we'll Let's take, take a break. Let's take a break. We'll be back. That was fun. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays at 3 and again at 7 on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV. Hi, folks. Dan Patrick here. Now that we're in the middle of hurricane season again, that can bring storms and strong winds. And let's not forget the damage that strong winds can cause to your big, valuable trees. You don't want to lose them, and you don't want anything damaged below them when the branches fall. That's why you need to call my friend Louis Flory and Ability Tree Experts. I've known them for over 30 years. It's time to deep root feed your trees to help with this stress. Lewis Flory at Ability Tree Experts knows this is the perfect time to prune and remove the deadwood in your trees. This will thin them out and help with the stress. Boars, beetles, and other insects are going to be drawn to your weak trees. The trees need to be sprayed to prevent these insects from attacking. So call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. They are the expert for all of your tree needs. Ability Trees is giving a deep root feeding with every tree prune. Call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. Get your trees pruned now and the canopies cleaned out. Call today for an appointment 281-441-4179 you never know when that next storm is coming ability trees houston's leading tree care professional one in three adults has pre-diabetes one in three that means it could be you your football buddy your football buddy or you your best man your worst man you your dog walker your cat jogger while one in three adults has pre-diabetes with early diagnosis pre-diabetes can be reversed take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org brought to you by the ad council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners from annual checkups to managing chronic conditions taking care of your health should always be a priority at houston methodist Our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. All right, we're back, Frank. I want to, uh, talking to Tony and Frank, 281-558-5738. Frank, how's your temperature? Good. I was telling the people on Facebook Live that um, that I'm going to be traveling. Uh, it's going to be hard for me to, to uh, do the show over the next couple of months. 
and uh, you have graciously agreed to take the laboring oar. You thought it would be uh, because we have such an important election coming up and, and the things that, that are going on, and you volunteered to, to uh, keep the show going because we have such a large following. Well, I think got, I was drafted. Great sponsors, including Chad Pinkerton, uh, PinkertonLawFirm.com, one of the best lawyers in all of Houston, high-end divorces, high-stakes high litigation, Chad Pinkerton, PinkertonLawFirm.com, great sponsor, going to continue to be a sponsor. Uh, I hope you will, if you have any legal issue, if you don't call me, call Chad. Um, well, what and, happened uh, to me? What am I, chopped liver? Uh, no, you're not even chopped. You're, full, <laughs> you're, just, you're raw liver. Yeah. Uh, you want to take a call uh, or you want to make a speech? What do you want to do? I just want to make a little speech, let people know what, what's going to be going on since I'm going to bow out in about 10 minutes. But uh, Yeah, you're going to be uh, transitioning off the air for a while. For a couple of months, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to let you take the air. And I'll be listening. If I'm available, I'll be listening in and. And I'd love to hear your, uh, after the election on November 3rd, I may call in. If, I, depending if you on call I'm in, the- you're not getting any free steaks, okay? <laughs> I'm going to get some. But I may be out of the country for, for, for a while. It'd just be too hard to try to do the show. So I thought we'd let the listeners know now. And if, and if I can do it, of course, I'll do it. But otherwise, if, if Frank, if, if it's talking with just Frank, uh, don't be alarmed. There's nothing, you know, I'm not sick or anything like that. I'm just uh, doing a few other things that i got to get done and traveling some places that me and Francis want to travel before uh, before I transition back to my house when it's finally finally renovated. But, Frank, uh, make sure we, we talk a lot about uh, Dukes and the Pinkerton Law Firm. Great, great sponsors. Uh, we have a few other sponsors. I hope you talk in the second hour about uh, Giuliani. Have you seen the leaked video? Uh, yeah. yeah I, wanna, I would love to hear your take on that. <laughs> but let's take a call. Who's, who's waiting? Well, we got, uh, let's see, we had uh, Mike on line two. All right, Mike. What's yes. up, man? I'm, hi there. Thank hey, you Mike. for taking my call. And happy Friday. It's a great day to be around. Hey, yes, um, I watched the debate. I thought Trump really did well. I was really excited. He just delivered nicely. I just wish there was more time. They just seemed to, there just isn't enough time in those segments. Um, what bothers me about the healthcare conversation, which probably could have been a whole hour and a half in itself, is the notion that healthcare is a right. And I, I hate to impose my idea here, but I'm sorry, it's not. It's not a right when you, your rights end when you reach for your neighbor's wallet. <laughs> if you want to help people, if you want to help people who need, who cannot help themselves, and I'm all for it, count me in. You have to give them ownership. You have to give people ownership. Look at the difference between car insurance and health care. If people have options and choices, there usually are good outcomes. And the cost is managed. In the two industries where government gets the most involved in the lives of consumers, college education and health care, it, it inserts itself in between and disguises the real cost. Yeah, um, I mean, economically, I mean, you know, that used to be uh, you couldn't vote unless you owned property. You remember? I mean, that was part of our history, too. And I I debated that one time when I was a young fellow in law school. And, uh, you know, because I at that point, I was really I wouldn't I was debating the issue. And that's what you're talking about there. My uh, the question is, do you have to have a stake in the community before you vote? Because otherwise, yeah. otherwise, if you don't, 
or a stake in whatever you're doing before you skin in the game is that what it's called so if you don't yeah. have skin in the game should you be able to impose it on somebody else uh well, and that's a very interesting debate but i think the problem is mike we're never going to be able to go back the, 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 the we're already here where it's this creeping socialism that's happened and so yeah. what we what we got right now my friend is we got the the all these choices, and and I'm very upset with John McCain for not letting the Republicans pass a health care bill. We wouldn't even have to be debating all this right now after all these years. And the Republicans, they let down the president, and, and he was tied up too much with all these distractions and still trying to lead the rest of the country in international affairs, that they never got a health care bill together before this election. And that is, a, right. that is a bad on Trump in a sense, but I give him a pass. Nobody could survive what he survived and still be, you know, lucid. And but it sure as heck is on the Congress. It sure as heck is on the Senate and the other that's Republicans. Exactly right. They haven't done a damn thing, and they should. And that's why we need a Freedom Party so we can vote for who we want. I mean, that, we don't have to have a candidate. We just have to have the power. Frank, Frank, Frank. Yeah. Sorry. Me, Sorry. Me Sorry, Mike. Sorry. Well, I, that's okay. No, but I hear you. And remember the first. Remember the you, remember you the first few months. Wait, 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 wait. Remember wait. The, you said something philosophically that I may or may not take issue with. You guys going off on these tangents and completely ignoring the, the, what what you said from the get go, which was which was something that I think warrants discussion, and I think it warrants to be to be fleshed out a little bit because you can't just say it and then move on past it, go on some some tangent about why somebody did this and why they didn't, and excuses and all that foolishness. You said you don't think health care is a right. You said correct. You said when it po- hits somebody else's pocketbook, that's where your right ends. That's what you said. Am I right? That's right. Yes. Okay. Let's let's flesh that out a little bit. Um, why do I have to pay for national defense? Well, why do, national defense. Pay, why do I have to pay? I pay more taxes than most people. Because otherwise, why do I have to? Pay? Let me, this, let me ask the question before you interrupt me. You want me to answer it? Oh, I'd I be happy care. to give it a try. You go forward, Mike. Then I'll hit him Thank with. The, I'll hit him so, with. I'll hit him with the other right. Can I, so can I ask when, a question before you start interrupting me? Yes, sir. Thank you. Why do I pay more taxes than you do, Frank? Right. I don't know. You might have a lot of tax so I, deductions. I pay. I pay my fair share. I don't play any games. I don't play, use any loopholes. I pay probably more than if I had probably had a smarter accountant. Or play games, I could pay a lot less, but I just pay whatever, whatever it says pay, I pay it. Okay. Well, I pay okay. a lot of taxes. Nineteen thirteen. Why should, why should I pay more money when I'm going to have getting the same defense as you are? Why should I have to do that? Why? Where, what gives you that right? Because I we were I stupid enough to pass an income tax amendment. Because that's there was exactly right. Because there was no direct taxation before we passed an amendment. I don't think that we should have an income tax. Okay, like, I think we should question. have a consumption tax or a value added tax. Lay that question aside. Why do I have to pay for that? You use the roads more than me. Why do I have to pay for that? So why, that's why a fair. That's a more, fair more in taxes. For the same roads that we use, let's say we use them equally, why do I have to pay more in taxes to pay for roads that you use the same as me? Why? Well, because how how are we ever going to measure that? What are we going to do? Say you pay based on the number of miles that you put on your car? Want to be fair? I think so. Uh, Well, we can can explore that. 
We can Why explore that. Hit my pocketbook. You're, that's the same argument. I mean, it's a very analogous. It's the same the, thing. The reason that I say this. Can I, I say, say something this. here? Or yeah, no? Carl. Carl, go ahead, Carl. Y'all can disagree I, with me. All I mean, you Mike. Want, I'm sorry. Mike. I can get all these Facebook messages and people, you know, riling up and getting all pissed at me, but I don't care. As a Christian, I say this: Is it a right? Is it this? I don't want to use the word right. All that. Is it in the Constitution? Block, forget all that. Here's what I say. We're a, we're a civilized society. We're, we're a wealthy society. We spend a lot of money on a lot of baloney. We send a lot of money overseas to a lot of countries that if they had their druthers, they would destroy us in a heartbeat. They would destroy us. They would love to see us go okay. into the ditch. Okay. We okay, spend a lot, of money on a lot of crap. The first, the first the hospital that's ever built... Do, the least the first we can do. The least we can do. Let him finish, sure Mike, and then we'll keep you. Even if we have a, a commercial break, just stay on. That our people Thank are you. fed and that they have health care. That's in my view. And, and bottom line is, they're going to go to the county if they don't have health insurance. We're, we're going to pay for it anyway. We're going. To, we're going to commercial break, Tony. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to bow out on this one, Frank. But I, that kind of stuff gets my goat because All right. as, if if we claim that we're a, a so-called Christian. Christian government, then we ought to act like it. That's my. Well, point. I don't think you can claim that anymore. You might, you might be put on the uh, cancel culture. <laughs> we love you, Tony. We'll catch you on the out. flip side, Thank buddy. You. I'll let you. I'll let you take it from there, Frank. Thank you, man. Th- thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. Bye bye. All right. All right. All right. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> uh, been listening to Talking with Tony. Join us every Friday at 6 p.m. with Tony Busby here on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV.